0: Hi everyone, I'm Jayla Terry, and today marks the fifth episode of my podcast, Global Health Chronicles, Conversations Around the World. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today we'll be speaking to Ms. Ibrahim. She is a good friend of mine's mom, and she was gracious enough to talk to, her, to me about her life living in the Middle East, specifically Egypt. And I'm really excited to get her on, so let's get her on so I can hear about her perspective. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy um so is it okay if i just ask you have a basic question so like your name and where you're born and if you have an occupation what you do in your free time anything like yeah, that
1: Yeah, sure My name is irini Ibrahim. i born in alexandria egypt uh, i work with a school transportation i love to s- spend a lot of time with kids
0: Awesome. Okay. So um, you were born in Egypt. So can you explain your childhood experience going there and what was it like for you?
1: Egypt is the most amazing place you can live in. You're going to have a lot of fun. It's, it's very beautiful. A lot of museums, a lot of places to visit. The sea over there, the weather, everything is good over there.
0: Nice. And um, can you... Like, touch on like maybe the current state of healthcare that you have in your home country and what it was like you know getting healthcare growing up or even be there as adult
1: okay we don't have actually a health care for everybody so if you work for a govern- government government uh, government or a company or something like that you have uh, the health care for them but usually we go to doctors or hospitals and we pay the bill right away even before we see the doctors it's not this expensive it's affordable but you have to pay um, before even you see the doctor it, it, ah, yes, okay. it's much easier for kids because there is some hospital now for kids it's for free, a lot of hospital for free, especially for uh, kids cancer, kids heart disease but for adults and teens, no, you have to pay first.
0: Okay, and can you maybe touch on like some of the challenges that citizens face or any if there's any benefits? I know you mentioned working, if you're in the government or have a high, like a, a, maybe a corporate job, you get like a easier way of healthcare, but can you touch on the challenges that people face?
1: Okay, the most challenging they face and I hope that they can change it, if you go to a hospital and you don't find a empty spot or you don't have the money to enter the hospital, they just kick you out. So you can't go to the hospital and have the health uh, care you need if you don't pay the, uh, in front. If they don't have a spot in the intensive care, even if you're dying, they're not going to accept you. If you want to look for another hospital, you have to look for it for yourself. So you get a cab or with your car and go visit all the hospitals to find a spot. It's not like here when even if they have, they can't have your case or they can't manage it, they send you to another hospital with the implants. No, they don't do that in Egypt. I didn't know that. I
0: thought, I, I didn't even know what I would... Imagine, but that is heartbreaking to hear that it's harder if you can't afford it, you get shunned away. Yes. Um, can you also talk about how, like, your health care was funded? Was it public? Was it private?
1: It's private, yeah. Since I was a kid, and until I left Egypt, it's, it's private, we pay everything. Wow, yeah, but and it's not this the- expensive over there, so. To visit a doctor, it's like a hundred pound, which if you compare it to a dollar like $10, $12, it's not this expensive. Over here to visit a doctor, you have to be like 150. Over there, it's it's less expensive.
0: Yeah, it sounds a lot cheaper. Yeah. The comparison between the hundred pounds versus $12 is crazy yes. to hear. Does your country prioritize like preventative, primary, or is it more like a specialized healthcare system?
1: They have both.
0: Nice. Okay. And were there any cultural or economic differences that influence healthcare access? Was there any like major boundaries or um, gaps in the healthcare system? Yes. So
1: some people don't accept if they're gonna have a blood transfer, they don't accept if they're gonna have heart transfer, kidney. Some religion over there like that. It's not just with religion, even with education, because not everyone in Egypt have education. Some didn't even finish um, elementary school. So some of them, if you tell them you have to get a shot for something, they're not going to accept it because they think that you're going to do something bad to them.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Um, were there any programs that would help those who were less fortunate be able to access health care? Yes.
1: A lot of programs. They try to do it. Uh, recently, they they said they will improve it. They put like plans, like you know the Obamacare over here or health plans. They put it through people mm-hmm. with very affordable price every month. They started, but as I said, the culture is different, so not everyone gonna deal with this. But they said for the. 50 years plan from now, they're going to have a health care for everyone if the people cooperate with them.
0: That's amazing to hear that healthcare care for everyone might be accessible in a couple of years, and I'm glad they're bringing over programs to help those who are less fortunate. Yeah,
1: but you know what? Over there, if you're sick and you go to a doctor's office, you're going to see the doctor. You don't have to get an appointment. If you're gonna bait, so yes, just go and there is a line you're gonna wait, but you're gonna see the doctor. So anytime, day or night, there is twenty four hours doctors. So some doctors finish at three, four o'clock in the morning. So it have some good spots and points and bad points, so you know it's up and down.
0: Exactly. Yeah, there's definitely that is a major, major plus that you don't have to, you know, make an appointment like you have to do here and wait maybe months in advance to get treated. Well, you can just be there. I was trying to get appointment
1: with a neurology doctor since February. And I got it in August. And when they called me to confirm it, I said, no, I have work. They said, OK, it's going to be next January. Over there, I can go right away. And even if he asks for MRI or X-rays or whatever, I'm going to go from his office to the uh, lab to do it right away. And they're going to send the report. So it's much easier. It's just a matter of money over there, but it's much easier.
0: It definitely sounds easier. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that you are living in the United States, what are some major differences that you see in the healthcare system versus where in Egypt, where you used to live?
1: Okay, let's see the most important thing to me. Over here, they don't give you just, uh, I guess... No, they have to do all the tests, all the x-rays, all the lab work to tell you what exactly you have. Over there, you can go to a doctor and tell him, OK, I'm vomiting. And he tell you, OK, uh, you just have a uh, virus. Uh, go get this from the pharmacy without any test. So when they test over here, they're more specific. So you you 100% sure the medication you get is for the same thing you have. But over there, no.
0: Right. There's definitely, they like, try a couple
1: different kinds of medication before they ask you to do the lab or the, the tests.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So they just, they try different things before the, um, they give you different yeah. options to try before. Definitely. That's a definitely almost reverse type of thing for us. We kind of.
1: Yeah, because for me, don't of don't like for me, I don't like medication to get a medication for reason or no reason. It's, it's something. I do it. I hate take medication because everything has a side effect. So when the doctor prescribes a prescription for me, so he knows that I really need it. Over there, no. I might take it and I don't even need it. Huh?
0: Mm-hmm. I... Wow. Okay, I guess that was another misconception that I didn't have. Would would you like to clear any other misconceptions about the healthcare system from Egypt? I know there might be some major ones with funding or something like that you might want to highlight.
1: So you you, was not know anything about this I told you about? That's new for you? Okay. Yeah, let's say there is something else. Uh, Female doctors over there is not this much? And people prefer to go to male doctors because they thought that female doctors is not going to be good enough. No, they, I don't know. They don't trust female doctors.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know there was um, that gap between the, the perspective on from the receiving that, side. Just in,
1: that- in, in the medical uh, system. They, they, yeah, oh. they prefer the males more than uh, females
0: wow, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. My last two questions were on, like, key components of a healthcare system from uh, someone that's from outside of the United States. What do you think the United States really highlights and emphasizes that makes it a good healthcare system to you or something that may not may, may need to change?
1: Okay. They need to change the doctor system that if you need to get appointment you have to wait forever or if you need to see a specialist it's a long waiting and even if they give you when you get your uh, medicaid they say that's your primary doctor and when you try to get appointment with, with him he said no we don't accept medicaid right now that's a big issue over here
0: yeah, I've actually heard there's a lot of complaints with the miscommunication and almost like a gap between the people who are accessing healthcare and also the people yes. who are receiving. And
1: it. I, I believe so. If the medicate from uh, the state and there is different companies, so I believe the doctor have to accept all kind of medicate. So I came to call a doctor for my daughter, and she said no, I don't accept your uh, your company. You know, it doesn't make sense but yes it doesn't make sense but i like that when they you have something you go to er or you're really sick they just do everything before they ask for any money or any names so your health is first for them to save you and get you uh, um to be good first then they ask about anything else that's a good thing over here yeah i i love that, that the
0: Make sure their health is first prioritized and making sure that you're okay. My last question was Do you have any suggestions on how healthcare providers can address some of the health inequities that we saw or talked about today?
1: I don't have just suggestions, but I think I have hopes that they're gonna work more for kids, especially for. Uh, eye doctors and dentists because i don't think for kids the dentist and eye doctors over here is really good they just you know like a pediatric and they do nothing so Mm -hmm. i i believe they need to work more uh, on that
0: i definitely think hope is a huge factor with everyone because there's always Room for improvement and always room for change, and hope is something that really tags along and makes everyone want to strive for better. Yes, it was great talking to you. I think I learned so much, thank more you, honey. about each of us.
1: And I wish I helped you um, in, in your project.
0: Yes, thank you so much, thank you,
1: honey. Okay, nice to talk to you. Bye-bye. you.
0: Okay. Bye bye.